What's up, guys? I got a great breakthrough session with a good friend of mine, Al, with the Painting Bees, and we're going to discuss business. He owns a uh, insurance agency along with the painting business. So, uh, you know, balancing the dynamic, trying to create systems. A lot of us, um, you know, have trouble creating systems when even just the painting business is the only thing we have. This guy's got two businesses, and uh, we're going to dive into some of the things that come along with running two businesses. Uh, creating systems in the painting business. So this is a great conversation and I'm excited to share it with you. Welcome to the Trade Thrive Breakthrough Series. In these episodes, you're going to find contractors just like you dealing with real life, real world, real business problems. I'm going to help contractors break through the barriers that are stopping them from growth. In these episodes, you're going to find that these same problems that you're dealing with in your business are the same ones that other contractors are dealing with as well. And we're going to get to the bottom of them. So tune in and get excited because the Breakthrough Series is happening now. about that all right welcome everybody to the business breakthrough i got my buddy al here with the painting bees also the owner of an insurance company which is really interesting i'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that um you know he reached out i know a little bit about his business but we're going to get into some of the details um i'll go ahead take it from here man just tell me what the day-to-day looks like in the painting business and we'll just dive into what's going on where you're at where you want to be and we'll we'll start there yeah for sure definitely so Painting, man, it's fun. You know, I, I love it. I love painting because it's an art. You know, you really get to show the quality of the work and kind of the person that you are when you're painting, right? So today, where we're at, um, I have um, is it five, five, six employees, um, about four full-time guys and two part-time guys. Um, we're really running about two projects a week right now consistently. And uh, we're, you know, about a year and a half into business. Um, so we launched the, the Painting Bees what was it, April 2019, okay. um, so just last year. Yeah. And um, we were able to do some good stuff. And um, we're, we're today, up until where we're at, we basically have doubled the business from last year. Great. Um, and, you know, next year we're trying to triple it. So yeah. we're... Not, um, guys, I forgot. I, I can't remember. Is this a franchise? No, we're not a franchise. Okay. So I'm just a sole, um, sole LLC member. Great. We're just an LLC. So it's just a one company. And, um, so right now where we're at is, you know, I got, I got great guys. I've, uh, we, we spent a time and we're like family. We're all, we all work together and we're high, right? We're high mentality. We all know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I have for them, honestly, I mean, my four full-time guys, you can say they're all job site managers. They're all, yeah. you know, anything can kind of happen. Um, you can give them anything and they're the ones, you know, they'll get it done. So they run um, through. I'm sorry. They run each crew, so you have two guys at the top that take care of it. Yeah, so basically, I have um, two crews. I have two okay. crews, and in each crew, there is only one job site manager. But okay. each of them um, can basically handle their own, you know, day, and they're all job okay. site managers. Okay. Um, there's only basically two main guys that I usually call every day, make sure we stay um, every day. Uh, and so, kind of where I am at myself for my business, I'm the project manager. I'm the, okay. you know, I'm the, the one who oversees the projects. I do the scheduling, the booking, the sales, the appointment setting, and the day-to-day operations, you know, what's going on, the quality control of our business. Okay. Um, I have been able to be out of the brush um, really since I started the Painting Bees. Um, that was my mentality was to hire people, teach them, and grow them, and have them, you know, not have myself be the labor force intensive yeah. person. And I know that because I had a back surgery. So that's why my mentality yeah. was different. Good. Um, 
I did spend some time to teach and, and um, grow every single one of my guys so that I know that the quality is there because, you know, I taught them and then they developed on their own. Sure. We teach the fundamentals and you, you let your guys yeah. grow. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, right now I think um, our biggest thing is, is trying to take the next level with um, continuing to grow ourselves more than anything in our crews. Um, the only way that we keep on growing is to, get more crews um right now we run two each of my one of my guys in particular right now has already started developing the sales part um i've taken him out to go do estimates um he's starting to get understand how we do our numbers how we get our estimates and you know percent bids um right. i want him to continue to develop because my plan is for him to eventually or even actually like three or these four guys that i have right now my plan is to actually essentially have them be you know junior project managers slash job site managers next year where okay. each of them can gotcha. go ahead and have one crew. So do you work in teams of two and you got these part-time guys so you kind of call along when you need a team of three? Is that how you do it? Um, for the most part, we do like working groups of two or three. Um, my part-time guys for the most part, you know, can stay pretty consistent, um, you know, making going around 30 hours a week. My full-time guys definitely reach their 40 hours a week. And um, the really the way the way that I see it is, um, you know, because two. So you're doing two jobs a week. Two jobs a week. The whole week for both crews, two jobs. So each crew yeah. gets one job for the whole week. Yeah. So you're generating, I would say, give or take between five and eight thousand a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's. That's considered well. That that you know that you could do the same amount if you actually put all four guys together, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is. You can actually do the same amount. And, and I'm, I'm coming from my position of having a team of four. So I'm just trying right. to make sure I understand the financials and the dynamic. And it makes sense in a way because your jobs are taking way longer. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're also, yeah. you know, but, but the scheduling, is, you don't have as much pressure on the scheduling because if you did one crew, then you know that they, they got to get out of there to, to do the next job. So you block it out Monday, Tuesday for the smaller job maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the bigger job. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I'm going so, to make sure I'm following. Go ahead. Well, yeah, right. So, um, let's see how, cause how do we have it? So I'm so, yeah, looking at, so, so let me kind of just start, like, make sure that we just get the dynamic straight. You have this, you have this, you have four guys. Okay. And I know that if you're that growth type of boss that is, the number one way to actually motivate people is through personal development. Okay. You can't really motivate them much by money after so long money kind of dries out. If you motivate them with bonuses, eventually um, they're going to start doing things for a bonus. So the best way to actually incentivize people is randomly. So, you know, so, I mean, the third way is just through personal development is to, is to help people understand that there is growth opportunity within your business. You have to be careful because there's only so much growth that can really happen in a painting business. Okay. You're, you're taking on an admin role right now and you're, you're, you're running around doing estimates too, right? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of your time is taken up throughout the day doing estimates. Um, uh, and you're also doing booking, scheduling appointments. So you're where I was probably about nine months ago. Okay. I was actually in the car doing all the estimates. Um, I had two teams of four and the, t- the amount of the teammates don't matter. You're keeping two jobs going at the same time. Right. I would seriously think about having four guys on a job specifically because 
of what, what your focus for your, the way that you motivate your team is, is, is uh, personal development. And the reason why is, is because it's a lot more fulfilling and in terms of morale to be in charge of three other people on a job site than it is to just have the guy who doesn't really talk much and just does his work. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's not that, there's not that teacher student atmosphere. Also in terms of your brand, um, being able to use that as a selling point is huge. 90% of painting companies do two people, three people. When you come in and say, Hey, we do four people to just get in and get out without compromising quality. Okay. So that's a dynamic that you can actually create today with the four guys you just try it and see if it like business is all about testing 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 before you expand you want to get the system to where it's packaged and then from there duplicate it duplicate it duplicate it so go back to what you were saying about um kind of the direction of things and and i just wanted to kind of hit on some of those things that i've heard so far yeah i mean you're totally right we've we've had situations where i've just put all four of them in one job site and it's been fabulous you know they get it done right. they call it's like a team it's like a game bro it's it's it's, it's it yeah it works that way yeah and especially yeah and, and it's definitely a mindset right sometimes of not wanting to jump ahead because you know things get ahead you know weather comes into play and then you're like oh crap you got to get the other job started things like that um right now as a matter of fact like today i mean right now we still have like seven projects you talk about the weather where i am at it's freezing already we had our first cold front um that's seven next year projects. I usually, you know, you're talking about two, three weeks. So we're trying to get that all done within these next two weeks because it's ridiculous. We got a lot. Right. So I, what we're doing is trying to just have four guys on the crew um, moving forward right now and kind of just get everything what's done. Stopping you from, what's stopping you from making, uh, making those part-time guys full-time? Anything? Um, I think, I think really just, um, well, um, one of my part-time guys has a little bit of um, disability. He can't really be up and down on, on ladders fully. He's my okay. younger brother. So that's why okay. I, I have him and I'm helping him out. Sure. Um, so that's like, we kind of just keep him, you know, because it's just the timing of what he does. He can't really stay full. Yeah, full but, um, so who's the other guy? The other guy is one of my, uh, we just recently hired him about okay. two weeks ago. Right. And he's um, one of my job site managers, younger sibling. And we just, we're just hiring him part-time because he worked full-time at FedEx overnight. Okay. Gotcha. And then he, he gets out in the morning and he wants to work, but we really give him as many hours as we, um, as we, you know, we have him. If you, we need him Got the entire day. Working. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's why he's a part-time guy because um, he, he can't spray. He can't do certain things yet, right? So we have him when we do need him, but we keep him entirely busy when we do. Gotcha. Um, and then my other four guys stay busy every single day. Solid. Okay. So looking at it from the big picture and, and really, you know, again, if your goal is to expand and grow. So, um, yeah. So like one of the major things like that you're going to, you know, the challenge, of course, is like how, how can we get – more sales to keep production busy, to keep, you know, and then marketing to get us to sales. Like it's the balance that you're dealing with right now. So let me just first like paint a picture for you. You tell me if it works, right? So you have, you know, and when I talk about the other two guys, all I'm thinking of are placeholders. Okay. Can you fully keep six guys busy? Well, what's six divided by two, three. So let's see how you can keep two crews of three busy first, instead of just jumping to four, you already have two crews of three see how see the timing see you have to like learn that system of like okay how many days is this team going to take 
And I think like, you know, you, you're going in the right direction with like wanting your head guy to do estimates. Is that kind of what you promised him? Yeah, he's starting to do estimates. One of my head guys is starting okay. to do estimates. Have you thought about what to pay this person to do estimates? Is it like a commission structure? It's probably going to be a commission structure. Uh, okay, let where... me let me stop you there. There's no room for commission on a two crew paint business, dude. There's no room for it. You can, what are you going to give them? Seven to ten percent of a of a of a deal that you marketed, you found, you're going to follow up with, and if he doesn't close the deal, you're you're going to want, you're going to sell the job for him. Okay, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So here's the position that you need to create. And I ran into this. So I'm going to tell you the position. Okay. If he's your head guy and he's the guy that you can give the key to and say, dude, you make sure everything's going well. This is a supervisor. Okay. So you have a supervisor and you have two project managers underneath the supervisor. Now you might think, well, you know, the supervisor, what is his responsibility? He's your filler. Okay. He's essentially going to be keeping the tempo of the projects going when you know you can tell that they're dragging behind a little bit okay so he's like the guy that hey man i need you to go to you know jose's job to make sure that they finish day three you're going to start there like he's like he's you in a very limited capacity okay so you're thinking well what about the estimates let me tell you something man estimates can be done with with a company with a reputation like yours and you on the phone the selling can still be done without you physically being present you're already getting ready to risk that with having him go out there. He probably has no sales experience. So it does he? No, um, he has, he has some, he's a great kid. He's a great kid. Yeah. He's a great kid. He's got good. We're already ahead of the game, but here's the role that you need to create is that he's not going there to sell. He's going there to estimate and, Mm -hmm. and, and he needs to go there to number. He's going to do three things. The first thing he's going to do is educate the customer. Okay. That's number one. He's there to educate on why, they need to hire the painting bees. Okay. Number two, he's going to inform, he's going to inform the customer on the differences between the painting bees and the other guys. Okay. So first he's going to, you know, go in there and explain your processes and educate about all the things you guys do. Then he's going to inform about the differences. And the third thing he needs to do is actually perform the estimate, which is, so he's going to educate, inform and estimate. Those are his three things and he's going to go there and he's going to take pictures and he's going to take measurements and he's going to leave the customer with a really good feeling okay that's all they care about you know when we start up a business yeah do we want to be in there writing down that number closing the deal of course that's like a startup mentality but eventually that plateaus to where we have to work smart so you have now a role where he's going to be take, going to all your estimates for you you provide him a car if he needs one you provide him gas if he needs one i mean this is this is this is small money compared to what your commission was going to be oh yeah you know at, at the pace that you're going um and then you you and then you create an easy way for him to upload photos and then you're sitting in the office reviewing the photos as soon as he uploads those photos you can call the customer and say hey i just wanted to make sure that john did a great job um did he answer all your questions and then from there you just continue where he left off you know and then from there that's that's when you okay great i'm going to send over your quote if you have any questions let us know and then from there you know it's right where it would have been if you would have gave the the estimate and left because now you're now you're doing you know, at the end of the day, your, your closing ratio is probably between 25 to 35% in person. So that means 70% of the time you're doing just that. Take your chances and save yourself a bunch of time, you know? So what's he getting paid hourly? He's getting, uh, he's going to get, you just got bumped up to 18. Great. So this, 
this promotion, okay, is worth 20 because now he's in a position where number one, he doesn't have the pressure to sell, which you don't want to give your guys. Cause if the, you know, cause if he's commission-based, that means that you're going to feel the pressure to make sure that he has estimates and opportunities. And it's just, it, it's so much easier this way. And number two, you don't have the pressure to pay out these big commissions. Now remember mm -hmm. commissions normally need to be paid out the week that they're sold. Okay. So there goes the deposit. That's your cash flow. You know what I'm saying? And it, and mm -hmm. it kind of creates this cycle of like, you know, where's the money? And you paid out right. 2000 in commission already. And the jobs are staggered out until, you know, the following right. months, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's going to keep doing that every single month, right. but he's going to need to sell. And then, you know, and then that means that you got to hurry up and find another crew and it's just crazy. Right. So there's no reason to have a commission salesperson at all. No reason. And we've done some things now where um, some of the yeses that started coming in lately, um, I just send him down to the point where he can get some number, he can basically get my measurements. And just as he talked about, we go through our process, our sales, you know, processes, getting there, you know, building that, that um, report with the client, um, talking to him about our processes and why we're different, right. educating them on the products that we use, and then just... Um, and then our measurements, you know, we could do, we do first right. walk around and second walk around. So but your job is to create the systems. And I want to ask you, do you have a structured system for him to follow? Or is it kind of just him from what he's watched you do to do it? It's been more verbal and what okay. we've done together than, let me give you that structure. So essentially, you know, you want to make sure, and I'll tell you kind of what I do with my supervisor because i have this system in my business and it's working great um and essentially what it is is number one we want to know and it's the same sales process that I, you've maybe heard me teach is number one why are you there what is the motivation and then it'll be like you know oh well they're moving so you need to know that so when you call them you can say oh congratulations on the new house you know what i'm saying you can build that report mm -hmm. number two you know have you chosen colors number three when do you want the job done so those are your pre-qualifiers and then once you get into the actual scope of the project you know, um, you first, obviously you want to get the scope of what they asked for. And then next what you recommended. So you want to encourage him to be upselling. Okay. So what upsells are available that they didn't, uh, seem interested in, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we have upsells. And, yeah. And I love that because that's see, um, cause I've, I've gone to where I understand that, but we need to write it down and create that process written because that's what we go over in person. Right. When I'm there and talking to him and we're going over things or like, this is what we need to talk about, you know, have you chosen the color, right. you know, if we do samples. So we talk right. about that, especially if they're darker colors, well, we're going to upsell. And he's talking to me about like, do you always recommend, do you always try to upsell? Well, it's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to come back here and, you know, two years later and it's faded, right? right? Things like that. So Absolutely. we talk about colors and upselling, you know, if it's going to be a lighter color, okay, super big might be great, you know, but they're looking for a really dark color. Let's try to push it for emerald, you right. know, doors, trims, right. making sure you have enamels, your things, things like right. that. Um, so it's, that's, that's what we're doing. And now we got to continue to build it for sure. Yeah. And, and using programs, we use Trello. So Trello's free and it's an easy way for him to upload photos into a, a card. And then you can actually have him type in his answers to uh, your little questionnaire that you have cool. keeps everything super organized. So we use that. Um, well, but that's, what's, the name of that that's, app? that's what's that? Yeah, it's an app. It's free and, it, and it's on the, what's, it uh, called, I'm sorry? what's that? What's it called? Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, and it's cloud-based, so he could just take the pictures, put them all in there for you, put the measurements, you know, super easy. That's what we've been using. It's great. Phenomenal. And we actually use that for our project management, too. So once that job turns into a job, 
um, my project managers can access that and then see the scope of work. And it's just super easy, you know, to that, you know, brings up another point, you know, some of our um, recent struggles has been the um, communication, making sure we're all on the same page, what's going on on when I estimated the jobs, what the guys are doing, you know, what's not getting done. So um, we've done, develop things like, okay, we're getting pictures when we crash wash, things like that, but that app like Trello is going to be something that'd be great to just keep everything organized. In there. Right. Right. Definitely, man. Definitely. And you know, that's, that's the key, man. If you, you know, if you, it's, if once you get past that two crew threshold where you have three jobs running, his role is going to be maximized. So it's good to get him in that role, even with just two crews and supplementing his time with these estimates and filling in for the, you know, the jobs that need to be paced. So when you have three crews, his whole, his whole day is just going, making sure paint's there, going and making sure this is there, having them do inventory on your vans. Like your job is to like, think of everything that you do and take whatever you can give to him and give it to him, you know? Um, And then eventually you get to a point where you have someone answering the phones and then doing scheduling and then doing all these things. Like that's just another level. Um, But I don't think you need to do all that until this is down pat. Right. You know, exactly. where's the, where, where's your jobs coming from? Where are you getting those? We get them through referrals. Okay. Um, we get them through internet really. And that's, um, really, that's going to be our biggest thing. We only get our, we get our leads from internet and referrals. Okay. Um, I did the, you know, in the beginning I did the work to kind of just get us on social media, get us up and gotcha. running and our phone just rings now. Um, gotcha. our phone rings by people looking at us on Google, our reviews that we've Great. gotten. So let me ask you this. So, so what, so what's stopping you from doing more than two jobs in a week? I mean, cause you're really not maximizing at all. You know, there's not enough for you. I mean, there's really not. I mean, if you think about it, your, your labor cost is probably between two to 25 to three, three grand. Your paint cost is 17% of your sales, usually between 17 and 20%. So if you're doing seven grand, you're at about 1500. So that's 4,500 Then business expenses. I mean, you're probably only clearing about, 800 to a thousand a week in net profit. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah, man. And that's if, you know, everything's online and nothing gets over budget. So, right. so yeah. Um, so it's, you're, it's, you're, you're only making like three to four grand a month at this pace with these jobs going the way that they're going. And it's like, you need to like your job as a business owner is maximize, you know, maximize. Cause if you did, if you took your jobs that you have waiting and you said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. I'm going to put my two best, just for right now, because I know your brother's kind of like a wild card in terms of being able to bring him in. But if you put your two best guys and make a crew of that two, and then you put two of the other good guys and then that one part-timer from FedEx and just say, now we're going to run two jobs at a time. Now that, that they can get two jobs done in a week, your three-man crew, and now you're doing three jobs in a week until you can fill that role. Does that make sense? Right. And that's, I'm not sure if I was, um, you know, if, if um, I wasn't clear, I guess earlier, but that's what we do. My two man crew start Monday through Friday and they're both on different projects Monday. Right. Right. right? Um, that's what we've been doing. I think, um, you know, it's, um, I think the, where it comes to, where it comes down to continue to grow and take on more. I, um, I don't want to get it overwhelmed because at the moment I feel that's a lot of the big responsibilities are on myself. And that's what I, you know, I'm here for, right? Because I, I want to be able to continue to go my project manager. Um, I'm sorry, my job site manager that I have into, you know, that, that supervisor role. 
you know, he's expressed to me how he wants to continue to grow too. And he, he wants to get out of the brush and be able to help, you know, well, manage and run crews. Well, I get that. Like you're thinking like th- this is like when you get to three jobs at a time to you, that's like, whoa, okay. We're in the same boat. I have only two jobs going every day. That's it. Two jobs. But my company consistently does 14 to 20,000 in a week, as opposed to your company doing five to seven. Why is that? Why is that? Well, because each crew has four guys. Okay. So each crew can do two, sometimes three jobs in a week because of how staffed we are and how fast we can get it done. That was me maximizing those crews. So it's like right now, like you're, you know, that's, that's the difference. I'm not as, I'm not any more overwhelmed than you are besides the fact that I just need more jobs. That's it. Yeah. And I think that's, um, and I think the big, big picture, I need to hire, you know, I need to hire. Yeah. And I think sometimes yeah. my, my thing is, you know, what's going to start getting it's winter is going to start, you know, our last year winter first year in business was horrible, but I mean, that was the first year our reputation now compared our phone, the way our phone rings is different. Yeah. Um, but either way, so, it doesn't grow. It doesn't matter. You're, you're still keeping two crews busy. So right. nothing's going to change. All that's going to change again is your, your labor cost is going to go up per job, but the job times are going to get, sh- sh- you know, shortened. So it's going to balance out. And the, and the benefit is, is that you're able to do another job for that crew in a week. Your crews right now, if you had four guys working full time, should be at least able to do two jobs in a week each. So that's four jobs. And if each job is average 3,500, which is about, you know, that's about right for a two day, a two day job. You look at it on, on a daily basis. It should be with four guys between 1,400 and 1,800 in gross revenue per day based on your costs. Okay. So two days is 3,600, 40, you know, that's like 4,800, whatever the math comes out to be. So again, you want to hit seven grand for like, that should be the, the, the benchmark for each crew is seven grand in a week in gross revenue. Okay. That means that like the other crew should be doing seven grand. That's bottom line. That's 14,000 in a week. Mm-hmm. Now you're, now you're making money, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how good the insurance business is doing, but is it doing better than the painting business? Um, costs are way different for sure. As far as expenses. Right. Um, my, I don't, my expenses are basically rent and um, my new self, uh, customer service representative that I got. Um, but, you know, give it, I mean, so it's, it's all both a mix, I guess, but um, right. the insurance me, I side. I just want to know, straightforward, are you making more money doing insurance or more money doing painting? More money making insurance at the moment, yeah. At the moment, okay. Now, if you brought in at least three to four grand in a week with painting would that outdo insurance oh yeah okay would. so my thing is is that like i pick one <laughs> you know be honest with you i mean you're not gonna have much time I mean, if you grow this like for me personally and this is just my goals and my my business like you got to look at what makes sense like yeah it's nice to have the recurring income that insurance can bring and i'm sure that's part of why you're doing it unless you're just are you just doing final expense or no i'm doing i'm doing everything i'm doing uh, we're a full service yeah home auto life and health so is this kind of like is this like so like is is that in is that in the the ball game to actually leave insurance if your painting company explodes it's hard man i don't know right because i um the relations that i've had that i've actually kind of you know i guess you say where i where i'm at right now with the commitments and you know the people is like what you know to just leave but i mean who are you yeah. doing it? Like, who are you doing it for? 
You know what well, I'm saying? Right. I'm doing yeah. it for myself, for sure. Right. I want to build a business. And, you know, I, when I, I would say when, you know, obviously when I first look at this and, and the opportunity to be an agent, you know, it's because of obviously the financial growth to be able to build something for myself and my family. And, um, you know, I see the opportunity in it as well, um, especially more the cost side. But I mean, it's a, you know, that's why I, I run my painting business as well, because I know what I have in that painting business and what I can right. do. Yeah. So we got to automate one of them. You got to replace yourself in one of them because like you can't, you can't be fully present in either one right now, because like if you went all in on the insurance business, your insurance business would explode. If you were at networking events, if you were pushing insurance, if you're knocking doors, bro, if you, if you had a door knocking unit and team that went out there, I played the game of insurance. I know how yeah. it can explode, but it's directly in proportion to your effort. That's, yeah. that's insurance. The more people that know you and the more book of business that you have, the more money that you're going to make. It, it is. And that's, that's it. Yeah. That's and that's what, how it is. It's the numbers. That's how it is. Insurance. But, that's but what sucks about insurance is unless you have a brand, you're completely tied to the customer. You have to do the service. Does that make sense? Like you're yeah. there's, unless the brand is like, Oh, I know that brand. I'm going to go with that brand. And anyone underneath that brand can service me because I trust that brand from now on forward, you're going to be completely tied to the customer, which takes away your time which your time is the most valuable asset you have. So with your painting business, you've built a brand. The painting people who are getting their house painted don't need to get it painted by you, okay? Right. Which, is, which is way more valuable than you serving people with insurance having to be served by you, sitting there, filling out the application, sitting on the phone, like all this time could be spent blowing up a painting business to the point where it's good and then insurance might be an option. That's just my opinion of the situation because right. you asked about growth on both. And yeah, I appreciate that, it, man. You know, I mean, my opinion is like maximize the painting business first just to see where you come in at financially. And then when you have the resources, you can hire people to do everything within the painting business. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, looking at it from the kind of advice that I gave you, just thinking about what what, like what's the next step for you today? Like, or is this something that you'd consider filling in those holes in your business hiring, you know, getting on that hiring? Yeah, I think um, hiring is going to be a big thing right off the bat because I do, um, you know, I'm just with the with the weather that is turning here. I want to get these projects done. Um, and then we, we need to market for interiors. We have at the moment, we have no interior projects for, you know, our coming winter times. And that's what that's worrisome. To, I'm sorry. That's worrisome. Yeah, that's worrisome right there. Right. So, so your marketing strategy is pretty much it's called luck. That's yeah, at the bad, moment because that's a really bad marketing strategy, especially if you have winter. Okay. It's a horrible marketing strategy. It's actually you're 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 lining yourself up for another very hard winter. Last year you said it was tough, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're at a point now where you want to grow and you have no plan yet for how winter's gonna affect your business. Right. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So let's talk about it. What do you think? What do you think I'm going to say? Well, I mean, how am I? How, what am I doing? So what am, nah, what am I? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you need to buy leads. I'm going to tell you okay. right now that you need to get with Home Advisor. Whoever, I don't care if it's Home Advisor, if it's Thumbtack, Angie's List, you need to market to only accept interior leads for the next, like I'm talking, it's one o'clock today. You should be on the phone with them at two o'clock. And you need to buy as many interior leads as it lets you buy. 
You need to set whatever spending parameters. This is an investment for the sustainability of your business. And to me, that's a great investment. Put it on a credit card for these leads. It doesn't matter because ultimately you have to understand that maybe three out of 10 leads are actually going to turn into closed business with paid leads. So ultimately though, those three leads could be 12 to $15,000 revenue. Okay. So just then and there, you have to understand that you're going to get your money back and it might, it might actually get into the bank in two months from now. But the goal for any company that goes through winters like this is sustainability until you hit the money months. And if you can learn how to do that year after year, after year, after year, you're going to be a powerhouse. And then you teach it. If you expand your business, if you become a franchise, that's exactly the methodology you're going to have is okay. It's October uh, 25th. Let's let's, we have to dump 10 grand from now into the end of December into paid leads that only give us interior leads. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's, like that. that's the only way you're going to do it. You need targeted leads. You can't just wait for the phone to ring. Yeah. It's worth it. You know, and I think that you're going to be able to offset that by hiring, like you can, you can make magic happen within the next three weeks with seven jobs on your schedule. And I already see it. If I were in your position, if I switch spots with you, dude, if I came to California and, and I'm like, dude, let me, let me. I'm in Washington. Or Washington. That's right. I, I always say that. Yeah. So if I was in, if I was in Washington and I came up there and I was like, bro, let's make a change right now. The first thing I would do is get, get two guys, hire them between 10 to $14 an hour as helpers. Okay. You're just placeholding right now, placeholding, placeholding. I would take the, the, I would, I would think about my crews. I'd say, okay, who are going to be my two? And if you keep them two and two, do you feel like changing them or are they good as they No, are? I want to go for, I, I, cause that's, that's how we've kind of have had it before we've done the little mix of two. No, no, no. I, was, I was talking about the two guys that are running crews together. They're working okay. together. Are they good together? Or do you think a switch would be better? Oh no, they're good together. They're good. So you're just, you got to put someone under that, that one. one, put someone under that one. Okay. And now you have these three. Now, if you have two crews of three, you should be able to do three jobs in a week my opinion. I mean, because the jobs are going to get done faster. And even if both guys watch this, even if both crews knock out both their jobs, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that last job starts on Friday, what do you do? You put all six guys on that last job to maximize your gross revenue. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get the four, that's when things will level out you know, for each one, but I can't expect you to find four solid helpers within the next three weeks, but at least just get that third job done in a week's time, you know, and that's going to make the difference. Even if ready for this, like the two crews start, um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and then on Thursday, only one guy needs to go to finish it up. Okay. And then his other two start the next one, you're going to have to jockey everyone around, but if you can fit three jobs in a week, it's going to open up. It's going to be like, Oh, okay. Now I got it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then from there, yeah. you're going to see way more money coming in. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. Uh, but home advisor, whoever, have you signed up with home advisor yet or no? No, I haven't. They're always calling me. <laughs> I mean, they're solid, dude. I mean, everyone hates them, but I mean, they send great leads. People that cool. are ready to go, man. Cool. Ready to go. You know, some people won't be, I mean, don't expect, like, like I said, right. out of 10 leads, expect three, anything more than that, mm-hmm. set up a remarketing campaign or just keep them in your database. 
um, eventually they'll, they'll convert, but you, you're going to get three people that want an estimate quickly, you know, and that's how, that's how it goes. Cool. Awesome, man. So what do you think, man? Did you have anything else that's outstanding, bro? I mean, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, we covered a lot of stuff right now. Um, Excited for you. Yeah. Thank you, man. It's honestly, when it comes down, man, um, I'm in a crossroads right now for sure, where, you know, I, I want to continue to build my businesses. I have the insurance and I have the, um, the painting bees and they're both doing okay, but you know, I want to do better than okay. Um, and it's, um, about really starting to build those, those systems, those processes and what we're going to do so that, you know, one of you know the how you, I have, you know how you build businesses, like very straightforward people. Yeah. yeah. People, man, the more people you have and your ability to place those people in, profitable positions which not only is just money but more so for them in terms of personal development and their ability to feel like they're thriving mm-hmm. from there that's when you're going to start to see growth so that person that you have that you're already thinking about making him this salesperson bro outline what this plan is for him and say look this is what i, I want you to run cruise because you know the job so well but I also want you to feel like you're the supervisor and I want people to know you as the person that came into the estimate. So when you close out the job, it's full circle. Like they should, customers should never know you aside from who you are on the phone or if you do a job visit, you know, I mean, you got to get comfortable with giving people the keys. Right. Which you already are. I mean, you're already working toward that, but it's just putting it into place. Yeah. Yeah, man. I want to get, I want to, I want to get where you're at here. <laughs> yeah. We have a, um... I think we got a great business that we can, you know, create here as well, man. And I want to take this to the next level. In our in our area, um, we're a city of about you know three hundred thousand people. Um, there's only one big, you know, there's a couple other big companies, but there's only one big interior exterior company, um, and then a lot of you know small businesses. Yeah, little we're guys. Trying to we're trying to build that you know reputable business. How many that, reviews do you have on Google? Um, let me see. I don't know off the top of my head. Look it up. Eight. Eight? We have eight. That's it? That is it. Bro. We got to get more, man. That's got to be like the biggest focus of your life. Eight? I bet the next, I bet the, where, what town are you in? We are in um, Kennewick, Washington. What's it called? Hennewick. Hennewick. H-E-N-N-I-W-K-E. Oh, Kennewick. Yeah. Kennewick, Washington painters. See what happens here. Okay. Bro, I'm looking at is the is the big company Smile a Mile? Yeah. They're the big ones? Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at your results here, bro. I need three. Number one. You're not even you're not even in the in the rankings, so you need a Google guy ASAP, bro. I mean, you're missing out on on major money here. But the reason I did this was, I mean, your your closest competitor, your goal should be to get thirty six reviews. No, thirty seven. You get thirty seven reviews. You're the number two highest rated company in in uh, in your area, and. And then, and then you set your sights on getting a hundred and you blow them out of the way. Smile and yeah. you know, um, it's a really interesting name for a painting company. <laughs> um, but 
but that's what I'm saying. It's like when you, you got to know that Google still is the number one traffic source for, for finding contractors. It always will be. I think that it's just a, a go-to. I mean, these lead generation companies piggyback off of Google. Home Advisor is essentially just a, they just put a thing right. at the top and then people go to Home Advisor from Google. So it's yeah. like, bro, this is, this is money that's just falling out of your pockets by not being, not being listed on here on the map pack. So. Yeah. So here's how you get reviews. Quick, quick little tutorial. All right. Ready? So when you ask somebody and not say, Hey, uh, if you have a moment, don't, don't, don't do this. Hey, if you have a moment, can you go on Google leave us a review? Don't ever do that. Okay. They'll never do it. So you have to make it an open-ended question. Hey, if we did a great job for you, would you mind taking five minutes to go on Google and leave us a review? And then they'll say yes. Cause nobody wants to be like, like, you know, I don't want to say no. And then you got to make it easy by providing them a link. So text them your Google page link. Done. I mean, that's it. And then I've seen my reviews skyrocket and I just do it every time. Hey, if we did a great job, do you mind leaving us a review? Yeah, sure. Okay. Here's the link. It'll take you three seconds. And if you make it easy, they'll do it. Think about you. I, if somebody asked me to do a review, and doesn't send me a link, chances of me doing the review go down to like 1%. And that's what's yeah. happening. You're a phenomenal company and no one knows it. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, you have no, like, no one knows it. If I, if I just moved, ready? If I just moved to Kennewick, Washington, right? My wife's like, we need to paint the house. Okay. I'd be missing out on you, bro, because you're a great guy. Mm -hmm. I would probably love doing work with you. I'm, I'd be missing out because I'd definitely be calling. Um, probably Belza. They got a good, they got a good rating. Probably Belza, uh, remodeling and painting homes, straight five stars. Um, then I'd look at websites, you know, I narrow it down. And then of course I'd probably call smile a mile, see what they say, but that's my three mm -hmm. done. I mean, who else? I'm not going to go through more than three. I got more trades to figure out. I got to get a flooring guy. I'm not going to sit here and, and put together a book report on 10 different painting companies. So you need to be in the ball game, you know, and painting bees is a really cool name. I definitely call you guys based off of that name, but no one knows who yeah. you are. No one can find you, bro. So let's solve that problem too while we're at it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I got, I got a hundred, I got a hundred five stars on Google and 177 on home advisor. So it's like, when, when you have that reputation, some of the selling's already done. Bro. Yeah, exactly. You know? Cool. Awesome. It. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, this is, this is exciting. This is good. Some good info, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. You know, I'm here to help, bro. Always. Sometimes I come a little, I come a little hard, but I really want you to be successful, dude. You know, I mean, that's how it is, man. It's the only way no, to be successful. You know, I, sometimes you need somebody to look from the outside in and say, Hey, these are some things that you're missing. Get after it, bro. You have the, you have the tools. It's just a matter of putting them, you know, putting them to use. Yeah. All right. Cool. My friend. We good. Awesome, man. Yeah. I got myself in good notes. We're definitely going to take this back to the, to the huddle. We're definitely talking about this, man. We got to, we got to <laughs> get some. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you, so please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, 
find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.